are the fuck? Fear is not a factor for you. This is where we're going to learn who will be the ultimate survivor. So with your permission, I'd like to take this guy on the boat, and then once he's trapped at sea, teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Can't believe you stop taking pictures of yourself. Your sister's going to jail. All right. We rolling? Yeah. Um... Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I know we, uh, we kind of changed up our, our setup so I can see when it's rolling now, but I'm just so used to starting the episodes that way. And I kind of like fade out the intro music with, are we rolling? So maybe I'll keep doing that. Maybe I won't, but, uh, hey, that's wel- the intro. welcome to confession cam, a podcast about reality TV. I'm John. I'm Hunter. And I'm Daisy. And we're talking about MILF Manor episodes three and four this week. Um, I feel like so much happens on this show that even though I watched episode three like two days ago and I already, it, it, as I'm looking at my notes, I'm like, it feels like we talked about this last week <laughs> or something. Um, the show is dense. It's yeah. edited weird because they'll show you previews of things that are happening later in the episode. So it's even hard to keep track of how things are happening in real time. And we already had our suspicions that they were like, repositioning reactions and things to tell certain narratives so the show is untrustworthy it's like twin peaks level like what's really happening (laughs) it's like an unreliable narrator yeah it's like a puzzle you have to solve yeah i kind of i think that's like my least favorite thing about doing reality shows is um all the like coming up it's gonna happen i promise it's gonna happen next time after this commercial it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and then it finally happens i'm just like Ugh. Yeah, the the payoff is not what you want out of yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Um, they they spend a lot of time hyping stuff up, and then it ends up not being as dramatic as what they implied it was going to be. Um, the Bachelor is notorious for that. The Bachelor loves to. Sorry, I know this is off topic, but they they love to have <laughs> like a, a shot of an ambulance with like flashing lights to make it look like someone punched somebody. Oh my! Gosh. And then it ends up just being like nothing. Somebody's blood sugar was low. You're right, something like that. So, <laughs> I I kind of want to do like uh, the the confession the confession cam cut of uh, of every reality show, and it's just no no like teaser stuff. It's just like only the the action. Yeah. Although I, I'm sure um, we would run into some legal ramifications. <laughs> You just got to upload it to the right websites. That's, That's right. true. And we probably wouldn't call it the confession cam cut. That would imply it would be only the interview, the solo interviews. Right, ones. yeah. People, nobody would know what the fuck we meant. We could, we could do a cut where it's just the confession cam scenes, and people mm. would just have to try to figure out what the fuck is happening. That could be a fun, <laughs> that could be a fun drinking game. Yeah. Um, should we get into these episodes? Yeah, I think so. Um all right, so we start off, and again, this feels like ages ago, but the drama with Kelly over the speaking Spanish, she comes out and she apologizes. She says she's over it. She's so. not, though. Yeah, you think she's still mad? She's totally bullshitting. I mean, right before she goes outside to apologize to everyone, she's like, oh, I don't understand why everyone's so mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. She's she's just trying to like clear her name a little bit, yeah. I think. I, I um, think so. I think it's a little bit of that, and I think it's a little bit of that thing that some people do where, like, they get themselves worked up over nothing, and then it's very easy for them to be like, I'm sorry, and just, like, move on, because they are, like, they wanted the drama, they got the drama, yeah. Yeah. and it's not fun to keep it going. That's very true. She got what she wanted. 
Stephanie, who becomes... I feel like we didn't talk about Stephanie as much in the first two episodes, but she's really uh, a prominent figure in these these episodes we're talking about today. Um, she says she's still trying to keep Kelly at a distance, um, which is fair. Uh, Kelly apologizes to Paula, too. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to say about that. Um, Gabriel consoles Jimmy. Jimmy's still pretty upset uh, from finding out that his mom fucked his best friend. Um he and his mom have a confession cam moment where uh, he says he's very angry at her and she's very visibly um, bummed out about all this. Yeah, she's definitely feeling some regret. I think we can see it. Yeah. Yeah, I also, um, I also, for the most part, forgot literally everyone's name in like the week it's been Same. since I watched it. <laughs> yeah, I did like, too. I, I was, episode three, I was partially just relearning everyone's name. I think, I think there's, I will start remembering a lot of them now. But we'll get to it. But there's a reason why some of these people, they show up and they're like, who is that? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm finally getting close to, like, remembering everybody. Some of them are easy. Like, how can you forget Gabriel, especially after oh, these yeah. last couple episodes? Face um, only a mother could love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I kind of wish I had saved that line for, like, a, a better moment in, in this It's in pretty. This show. It's pretty good, though. That, that, was, uh, that was great. Um, so the guys go on their triple date that they won last week. Uh, speaking of Gabriel, um, Gabriel's on this date. He picks Stephanie. Uh, Joey picks April. Um, he says April is very wise and she can teach me many things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what a good line though. Yeah. I had to write that down. Uh, Ryan picks Paula. Um, which is interesting because Ryan quickly pivots to Stephanie later in this episode, but, uh, maybe he just picked Paula because Gabriel had already picked Stephanie. Yeah, I think um, so. They go to what seems like a pretty nice restaurant. Um, I know we've been talking shit about Gabriel, but there's one weird scene I want to talk about before we get to the date. Okay, go for and it. And it's where him and Jimmy are like making drinks together at the bar. Oh, I forgot and about he's that. got this weird like attempt at empathy for Jimmy. For la- Last episode, we found out that so young, Jimmy's mom... Uh, slept with his best friend at some point in the past and literally since that moment they've just been like sad and upset the entire show Mm -hmm. and so this scene um gabe is like i think he's trying to show empathy empathy and be compassionate towards him i think they might Mm -hmm. be kind of friendly friends but like it is one of the most awkward conversations I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, he's so bad at connecting with other humans. It's also, I feel like, the first in a long string of weird-as-fuck outfits that Gabriel's wearing. It's like a a hooded onesie with, like, devil horns on it. He wears the weirdest shit. Yeah. Well, Ryan was wearing a lot of weird clothes in the first two episodes, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, but they, when Ryan does it, it's cool. I don't agree, <laughs> but I feel like... I feel like Gabriel's taken over the onesie look and now Ryan's trying to look sophisticated for the ladies. Yeah. Gabriel, he reminds me of like a homeschool kid who's like getting exposed Mm -hmm. to people for the first time, which I I can pick that out because I was that kid once. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's definitely like he's from Orange County. I think he's definitely going to like some really expensive private school with like other people that are like him that have a really rich, really rich parents and Mm -hmm. like just no no connection to reality yeah and he's also a model so he's also got like 
I think that you kind of see that with the Kardashians and when we watch that too, mm-hmm. not as much, but they definitely just have this weird like disconnect when they're talking to people mm-hmm, who yeah. aren't their family. I wonder what model means in the context of when he says it. Cause, cause like maybe that's his career. Maybe he's, maybe he has an only fans and he's calling himself a model. You know what I mean? Like it could be a lot of things. I really hope that he's an only fans model. That's who they got for this show. <laughs> He looks like he's got a page on heroesmodels.com. So he works for an agency. Okay, yeah. so he's so he's a legit model. <laughs> These are pretty pretty funny. Is he nude on a motorcycle in that picture? I can't he's see. He's wearing that. he's he's got tidy whities on. Oh my god. This is a weird fucking picture. I wish you guys could see this right now. Here. Yeah, I wish we could show this to our listeners. So to describe it is Gabriel just in underwear on a motorcycle. Can um, can you send that to the group chat? I can start making weird shit like this our episode photo. So instead <laughs> of our like dumpster logo, that's what you would see. Yeah, okay. so hit up hit up our Instagram and we'll we'll try to get this up there. Well, I should be able to upload it with the episode set. Like that's what you have to look at on your phone oh. while you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh no! Do we want to do that to our listeners though? Do we want to attack their eyeballs like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, why not? Um, okay, so they go to a nice restaurant. Uh, each couple's at a different table, which is which is good. I think it'd be so weird if they were all at the same table. Um, they had crickets, which isn't really that weird especially in i feel like in other countries they eat crickets a lot and they're they're in mexico i don't know if they eat crickets in mexico but i haven't had them but i've heard they're good i had them pretty recently actually and i would not say that they were good but i would also not say that they were bad i wouldn't you know i finished the package it wasn't gross enough that i just threw it away but i it also i wouldn't get them again they tasted like dirty peanuts to me (laughs) see that makes sense to me for some reason yeah kind of like a peanutty like crunchy. Yeah. I've never had crickets. I did eat cicadas a couple of years ago when Brood X the, was the seventeen year yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh it was fine. I had a taco with cicada in it. It was it was a novelty. You can really taste the cicada. Where'd you get it at? Uh they had like a pop up in uh Bloomington. Oh, that's cool. Which the cicadas in Bloomington were like way more intense than yeah. up in Indianapolis. Uh my girlfriend at the time was living down there well my girlfriend at the time now too but she used to live in bloomington um and <laughs> used at the to time, but i still do too <laughs> yes exactly but at the time she lived in bloomington so i was down there during that and it was horrifying because i'd yeah. be up here and it's like oh you kind of hear buzzing occasionally yeah. and then like the second you cross the border it was like oh yeah i oh. honestly fucking loved it it was i thought it was fun i like the sound it's like it rocks me to sleep at night mm-hmm. you know i like a cicada sound um so Gabriel's super grossed out by the crickets, um, which pisses Ryan off because Ryan says it's disrespectful. Th- this becomes like a common theme mm-hmm. throughout these episodes is Ryan getting pissed off at Gabriel, which, you know, Ryan kind of Ryan's kind of weird about it, but also we don't like Gabriel either. So I kind of get it. Yeah. My, my notes just say that Gabriel is weirdly annoying. Like he's annoying in a weird and unique way. For, yeah. Even on this show. Yeah. Um, and definitely immature. But my note is, is that maybe what Cradle Robber is looking for? Like it seems like the more immature he acts, the more that it's Stephanie. He's on the table, yeah. right? Yeah. The more she seems like, oh, ho, ho, ho. She seems really into him. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, in weird. Like, he does the most off-putting things and she doesn't seem off-put by it at all. 
or she doesn't seem put off by it at all. Unless it's pure physical attraction, which in our society, like we definitely fetishize youth. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's anything beyond that, I feel like that's kind of what um, you have to be looking for if you're into younger men, and you don't mean like I'm looking for someone like five or ten years younger than me, not like I'm looking yeah. for someone thirty years younger than me. Like that Literally, immaturity yeah. has to be part of it. Yeah. Even if it's not criminal, it's still like weird. We get he he's got another fit on uh, that I thought was pretty obnoxious. He's wearing that checkered leather jacket. It's very loud. Ugh. It's not the worst thing he's worn, but it's still pretty pretty uh, obnoxious. All right, so fashion talk for me. His biggest problem isn't just the clothes that he wears. It's that he doesn't understand what the term statement piece means. Because a lot of the things he wears could be cool if they were accessorized with more understated clothes. Like that weird checker print leather jacket mm-hmm. could be cool if you had like a plain white or black tee on like single color jeans yeah. and like some regular like single mm-hmm. or two color like athletic shoes or something like pretty simple fit even like some nice boots or something and like having this very like bold jacket could be a cool look but he's like every single piece of clothes i wear are it's like something i got for free as a model and so mm-hmm. everything is competing for attention on his body yeah and i think that's part of it too is if he didn't dress like this every single day like an off the wall outfit occasionally i think is fine Mm -hmm. and i think it can be really cool but every single day you're wearing something that looks like you bought it at hot topic in 2007 (laughs) it's just not it's not a it's not a coherent aesthetic yeah that vibe is back but even then you gotta be like cool with it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like i said if you're wearing like one really 2007 piece with like some more understated stuff it'd be a fine fit but yeah um well you know who disagrees with us is stephanie because she specifically says uh she thinks gabriel is so stylish which i wrote that down with a question mark at the end because i couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that she thinks (laughs) she's attracted to this um i also wanted to note that um gabriel specifically during this scene keeps saying joey's a little sly guy Really? I didn't catch that. He says it like three or four times. So he's upset because at one of the other tables is Joey and his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so like he is like part of the reason I think he's being obnoxious is he's trying to like ruin his mom's date and he doesn't care if it ruins his date too. Like he's literally throwing crickets at his mom and being like, mom, like he's doing the Joey thing and it makes Joey look like the most mature one in the room Mm -hmm. because he's the only guy who's not like weirdly fighting over other ladies or getting jealous or anything. Ryan hates the cricket thing, throwing crickets at uh, the other table. Which I think is valid. It's totally valid. Although it's super cringe. Although Ryan's not the, he's not throwing them at Ryan. Like, yeah, if I, I'd be more pissed if I was Joey, but I think it's like secondhand embarrassment. Secondhand embarrassment. If I was there and I saw something like that happening, I'd be happy about it. I'd be like, oh, okay, this is just making me look all the better. That's true. Yeah. But instead, he keeps getting weirdly upset. And I think it's because you'll see it build in this episode, but he's starting to get some vibes with Joey that are not positive. Who? uh, Gabriel? Or uh, Or Ryan? Sorry, yeah. uh, Ryan is for Gabriel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan is really starting to get, like, angry with gabe and yeah. i think this is like the beginning of that 
like he's got a good reason to be upset with him but i think he's clearly taking it other emotions into account when yeah. talking about it yeah like he hasn't sure. fully processed it yet yeah yeah uh Stephanie says that she's excited to see what God has in store for her and Gabriel. I, yeah. I had to write that down too. Yeah. Uh, I also like that Joey, um, when he's talking about Gabe being weird and mad at him, he says he better get used to it. Cause I'm going to be his papa one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down a Ryan quote uh, in reference to moving things along with Paula. Uh, he says, it's like a McRib at McDonald's. We got to keep things moving. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. I I just have that McRib line was corny. I wonder if they paid them to put that in the episode. <laughs> Maybe, although it's kind of consistent with the type of things Ryan says. Yeah, he's got this. He goes from being like really mature and like normal to just saying like the most off the wall shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, back at the house, Kelly starts flirting with Billy. Uh, she seems to give up on Jose because he's too attached at the hip with Pola. Although we find out later that Paul is not opposed to Jose dating women in general. It was specifically Kelly that she had a problem with, but we'll, we'll get to that later. I think she probably knows she ruined anything after the whole Spanish outburst. Mm. Yeah. Also, I, I don't think she's hiding it. We knew she didn't like her last in episode two. It was made yeah. pretty clear that she, she was like, I don't mind if my son, but not Kelly. She. I just wasn't sure if it was Kelly specifically or if she was ju- she had a problem with Kelly because she was pursuing her yeah. son. But we see later on that uh, a different woman starts pursuing Jose and um, uh, Pola doesn't have a problem with it at all. So, so yeah, it was specifically Kelly. Um, Ryan starts flirting with uh, Stephanie. He seems to think Paula is not serious. So this is the beginning of uh, Ryan and Stephanie. So we got multiple w- guys going after Stephanie now. And I think there's a third guy later on that tries to flirt with her too, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe that is... Um, we will talk about that when we talk about yeah. the next challenge. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, Kelly takes Billy on a date. He sets up a kiss uh, with her in the most awkward way imaginable. Oh he says, my Lord. He, he says, I've been told I'm a very good kid. I can't do his voice, but he says, I've been told I'm a very good kisser, but I need someone to help me test that out. Um, he then tries to kiss her with food in his mouth. Yeah. Um, just unbelievably awkward. The scene is incredibly awkward, and I hope I can deliver this line because I, I want to set it. it up a little <laughs> bit. So, like, it's very clear that they, like are physically attracted to each other, but have no idea how to communicate or have any sort of like conversation together. And you can tell Kelly's just weirded out. And then, uh, Billy just meant she, she makes a joke about, he's like, Oh, do you know what else I brought in the picnic basket? You know, we're sitting down here and she's like, Oh, did you bring condoms? I bet you did knowing you. Cause his, Mm -hmm. uh, his secret that they revealed was that he had had sex on the beach before. Oh, so that's right. That's what she was referencing. And he's laughing and he, he looks at her and he just goes, you know, they don't have the right size condoms for me. And then like her mood completely changes. And then she's like a hundred percent into the two. Of them. <laughs> she, she specifically says that he just became her new favorite. But she says it's because I like a man who's confident while having like zero confidence up until that point. Yeah. Even the delivery of that line to him was not very confident. It's awkward (laughs) and like mid and like stuttery. Like he, he may have a huge dick, but he does not have big dick energy. No, that is extremely true. Yeah. 
Um, here's where it gets real weird to me, though. Kelly goes back to the house, and the first person she talks to is Stephanie, and the thing she is sure to tell Stephanie is that her son has a huge cock. Yeah, she's like, oh, you didn't know? Yeah, you gotta know just... your son's got a package. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, that doesn't seem like something that a mom would know. It doesn't seem like something a mom would want to know. No. And, well, Stephanie certainly did it, didn't. She was very uncomfortable. I haven't, I've, I haven't seen either of my parents nude and vice versa <laughs> since I was young enough to be bathed by them. Yeah. Like, yeah. where those kind of thoughts wouldn't have been in my head and I assume my parents had. So it's really weird. I wonder what her and her son her son's, uh, Kelly's son's Joey, Joey right? Yep. Their relationship's already weird, but does she know how big her son's cock is? If any of the moms know how big their son's <laughs> cock is, it's Kelly. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it was a weird choice to like, want to go back and tell tell his mom, <laughs> tell Billy's mom about that. Um, yeah, she just has, like, no boundaries, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um Maybe she, I feel like she wouldn't think it's weird if someone told her, like, that Joey had a big dick. So maybe that's why she doesn't think it's weird. Mom. Mom. Um, okay, the next challenge could be a normal challenge if they just made it a dancing competition. But instead, they have to throw in the words passion and desire. So the So the challenge here is... The guys have to dance with their mom, and whoever puts on the best dance performance wins uh, a date um, at a dance club, which that in and of itself isn't that creepy. It's the fact that they use the word passion and desire that makes it creepy. So they, it's clear that the everyone, every single contestant there just does not go along with what the producers wanted. Because <laughs> yeah. the challenge wasn't who has the da- best dance routine. It was... Who can put together a dance that best embodies passion and, and desire. desire and all of them just dance like normal? Yeah, Which I, is, it, I'm really glad we didn't have to watch that. Like, yeah. I'm glad that every contestant, not one of them tried to play the power move and yeah. get like sexy with their. Nobody tried relative. to twerk on their son or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. they just they just kind of did pretty normal fun dances and everyone was like. And, be- fun. and because they approached it like that, it was the least weird. It was the least creepy mm-hmm. competition we've seen on this show so far. Yeah. Um, it was the creepiest setup, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even creepier than the touch the men and figure out which one's your son. I think that's at least like a blind and awkward, and they're just getting each other to break the touch barrier with each other, which is manipulative and weird. But this is straight up just like, all right, you need to be sensual with your mom, and you need to plan it before time yeah very fucking weird i feel like however compelling this show is it's in spite of the producers you know what i mean yeah they the producers are not good at this job (laughs) and Um, also have one thing i noticed and you'll see more in episode four we were talking about earlier is this was definitely filmed during covid there's a couple scenes when they're in like quote-unquote public on like the dates and there are other people in the restaurants and the club and stuff. And the, you can see they have, like, COVID masks yeah. on still, like, the non-cast and crew do. And, like, this this came out in 2022, but it had to have been shot, like, right at the end of COVID. 
because I, I think we just looked it up and it it was shot in March of 2022. It came out in January of this year. Really, that's yeah. pretty late for so maybe people are just yeah. voluntarily still wearing masks. Like maybe it's resort. different in Mexico too. I feel like the United States was way more lax with COVID laws than yeah. other countries. Yeah. So. So I don't I don't know, but it's not everyone. So I also think we got the vaccines the first because we were basically hoarding them. Yeah. True. Um. So this is really Harrison's time to shine, which, you know, I don't want to be a I don't want to be a mean guy, even though I've already said some mean things about Gabriel, but. Am I the only one who thinks Harrison is so dumb? Oh yeah, like he's he just really seems dumb. It, it, you know how I feel like I I assume you two are the same way. I always have thoughts bouncing around inside of my head. <laughs> I feel like this guy doesn't have a thought bouncing around inside his head, and honestly, I kind of envy that. That sounds really nice. Is is he a himbo? Is that I'd say so. I would say he's he's a himbo, but he seems to be a reserved himbo. He doesn't yeah. have the out. He's not. He doesn't have the riz. He does. He's not. He's not like ripped, ripped, ripped. Like I usually assume with that phrase. And he's very like calm and like he doesn't have a lot to say. Mm. And he's just kind of there a lot of the time. He is one of the two people, and we'll talk about the other one. But he's one of the two people that when they showed up on the screen in this and the next episode, I said, "Who's that?" Yeah. Oh yeah. When I saw them paired with their yeah. mom in an interview. Yeah, he's we haven't seen much people. of him up until um, this point. I, his mom, I think, is a really nice lady. I, like I said last episode, I feel bad for her more than anything, like Charlene. Um, he, though, just has that, like, southern boy, like, thick. Good old boy. Yeah. Kind of vibe where he's just there, and if you talk to him, he'll respond. Yeah. He'll say something dumb, but you have to prompt him. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's no one on the show's really trying to prompt him. So. Yeah. Um. The ladies do show interest in him, though, once he takes his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his big dance move. It's a vibe shift. He's taking off the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they called him Magic Mike, and I didn't really understand that reference, but I totally forgot. In the one of the first or second episode, uh, it, it is revealed that he was a dancer. A male, yeah, a male stripper, a male stripper. right? Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. Because his secret was that he grinded on a grandma, and she liked it. Oh yeah, and it yeah. was because he used to be a male yeah. dancer. Which yeah, is like the lamest secret. I I actually think was like out of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Did did his mom not know he was a male dancer? Because I feel like if you knew your son had that career, that would probably be like very quickly like she oh, must yeah. not have. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't think she get guessed it. Yeah, because they weren't on the group date. So yeah, yeah. she. Uh, no wait, it was you had to. Yeah. Uh, if you guessed it, you lost. So yeah, you had to pick a secret that your parents wouldn't guess. I'm still confused about. Dude, that was such an awful. That's the thing. This show is it, all its interest does not come from the producers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Charlene and uh, Harrison each get to pick a person. Okay, Harrison's the other one who expressed interest in Stephanie, although. We'll see how far that interest went in, in a minute here. Which but, is, again, question. we have a lot of questions. But. Yeah. So Harrison picks Stephanie. Charlene picks Jose. Um, Gabriel and Ryan both seem bummed that Harrison picked Stephanie. But as we find out later, they don't really have anything to worry about. Um, okay. Actually, that's my next note. So they, they go to a dance club. And uh, Harrison and Stephanie are chatting. And Stephanie asks, like, who who are you most interested in in the house? And he answers, Sue Young. And then she's like, 
okay, who do you think is the most attractive woman in the house? And he goes, probably Paula. Like he doesn't, he doesn't even have any interest in her. And they barely talk. Like the whole event is weird. It's like, why didn't you pick Paula or Sue Young? If <laughs> yeah, I uh, he's an idiot, and I I I almost think that he just picked Stephanie just because everyone else. Was. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, there's also like while this is happening, I did have in my notes. I think it's. I want to note um, with Sue Young and Jimmy. It's like their awkwardness is an all time high. He found out his mom banged his best friend. They're weird about it. But at the end, there's kind of a sweet moment. They're like, in that moment, us dancing and having fun and everyone clapping. And it's like, you know, I wasn't really mad at the person. I was just mad at the situation we made up. And like, they have kind of a sweet moment. And as we will see in the next episode, that really carries through to them, like being themselves again. Yeah, I feel like that that was definitely like, a, a, a clear shift between the Jimmy and So Young relationship. It kind of cleaned the slate a little bit. Yeah. Um, Charlene tells Jose that she's ready for someone to take the lead in the relationship because uh, being independent and wearing the pants in the relationship, her words, uh, is exhausting, which made me question, like, if that's what you're looking for, why are you trying to date younger men? Because wouldn't you have better luck with that if you're dating a guy like your age, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for someone to like take the lead and, and all that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think this is the divergence between like the premise of the show and like what the people on the show are actually looking for. Totally. I, I really get the vibe a lot of the time that they're not explicitly there for like a age gap relationship. They're just there to be like on a dating show and they're like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Maybe they interviewed them and something came up where they're like, oh, do you like older women? Yeah, sure. Oh, do you like younger men? Yeah, sure. And they just threw all these people together. But it doesn't feel like any of them are explicitly pursuing that type of relationship. Yeah, I, think, I agree. I think a couple of them are, or at least a couple of them aren't not into it like there's some people who definitely seem like in, like kelly kelly's is, into it is into it mm-hmm. it's like i think specifically her thing ryan seems into it but also he's like the oldest guy there and yeah. he's dating so. the he's trying to date the youngest lady right there. so like their their relationship would actually seem normal joey kelly's son also weirdly seems into it which again makes their whole relationship fucked and weird <laughs> um but um and there's a couple other people that like you see in the background, and I think I think there's some people who are legitimately like talking and doing stuff, and the show's just not highlighting because it's not drama. But it does yeah. seem like there's a couple people in the background that people are just like, okay. yeah, they're hitting it off a little bit. Um, okay, here's a weird Gabriel moment. He confronts Stephanie for going on a date with Harrison. So weird. Um, he says something like, "Please don't leave me." When They've only known each other for, I guess we don't know what the timing is on this show. It feels like it's only been a few days that they've known each other. Yeah, I feel like every episode's two days, but then there's episodes like we'll get to where they sleep and clearly wake up the next day. And like this time does, this show does feel liminal. Like time does not feel like it exists. Like things move at such a weird pace. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's kind of a Honestly, I think that's a bonus for this show. I like that it's not clearly like day one, day two. Mm-hmm. Like it, it exists in this weird, 
um, MILF space that only it could exist in. <laughs> MILF space. We're on um, MILF time. Oh, one other thing that made that confrontation awkward, he confronts her in front of the rest of the group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, he's doing this weird, like, hugging her behind yeah. and, like, kind of, like, making her be close to him the whole time shit. Yeah. This is interesting because I have a note that says Gabriel is crazy if he thinks he has a chance over Ryan. And I really believed that at the end of this episode, but I think we'll see a shift, a little bit of a shift there. In yeah, in episode, episode four. four. See, I had the opposite note, actually, um, kind of. My note is specifically that Ryan is getting really jealous, and it's oh, not yeah. going to end well. Like, I don't know. Going into the episode, I'm like, he's going to do something dumb. I he's think, gonna be yeah. he's gonna be like dog pr- trying to protect his yard. Dumb. He's self sabotaging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was like an alarming level of jealousy until episode four. I guess you guys are just better at seeing red flags than me. Um, Ryan and Stephanie go on a snorkeling date. Um, and I actually had a similar note as you, Daisy. I wrote that uh, Stephanie seems way more into him than Gabriel. Yeah, which at the time I felt like uh, she did. Um, my thought on that though is I really think she is conflicted you can tell she doesn't know what she wants I think she knows like part of her knows that like Ryan is like closer to her age than anyone else they have like actual adult conversations mm -hmm. and get along and like that would probably be like a good relationship I think part of her sees that like that's the better relationship for me and then another part of me is like this guy's young and fun and outgoing and like mm -hmm. i can kind of just let go and have fun with him and like nothing serious because nothing serious to him stephanie is not what i expected based on the intro we got from her no, in episode one all. like she made it so clear she's she's a christian woman she wants to let god take the lead here and like lead her to the right man and it kind of seems like she's just here to have a good time, which is fine, mm -hmm. but it's just not what I was expecting based on her intro package. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of American Christianity is lip service. No offense to anyone listening who is <laughs> Christian, but I feel like as someone raised in that community, there's a lot of people who are like, I love God in one hand while jerking off with the other kind Definitely. of vibes. Where yeah. it's just like, uh, you know, I just say maybe, I'm sorry every weekend. Maybe you grew up around uh, uh, fun Christians. I grew up around the prude. <laughs> I grew up around a bunch of prudes who like wouldn't let me listen to Green Day and shit like that. <laughs> My dad stopped going to a church that we were going to when I was probably in middle school, maybe even elementary school. I was pretty young, but he, I remember him asking like, what do you guys talk about Sunday school? And I was like, Oh, they were telling us how, about how like magic eight balls are evil. And my dad was like, we're never going to this <laughs> church again. That's funny. Yeah. I, I went to one of those magic eight balls or evil churches. Yeah, <laughs> it's it was, pretty dumb it in hindsight. Weird. Cause it's one of those yeah. big, like mega churches, mm -hmm. like on the North side. So it's like rich. Like, Wait, was it college park? Maybe. I don't yeah. remember. Like, we literally maybe went there a month, and my dad was mm -hmm. like, you can't be around those people anymore. Yeah. I think, but yeah, like, those are the, that's the, and then uh, my mom started going to a Unitarian church, mm -hmm. um, and that was the last church I ever went to, where they literally quoted the Bible, the Quran. Oh, yeah. They try to, like, incorporate a Jewish little bit of everything, perspectives right? on the Bible, I guess, because yeah. they use the Bible, too. I don't know if there's a, now I feel dumb. I don't know if they have a special name for their holy book i don't know i don't know anything about the unitarian church other than some of them put on cool shows like some of them 
host punk shows and stuff like that, which is... I don't think the Unitarian Church has their own book. I think they just take... Oh, I meant the Jewish Oh, oh. Oh, the the Torah? Torah? The Torah, yeah, that's it. So they'd use, like, quotes from all three, and then they had, like, a band that played really bad, like, (laughs) alt-pop. Hell yeah. All the time while, like, someone sang, like, different uh, religious songs, and, like, they'd make ones up about how cool gods is they're like they're all of what my friend likes to call the desert trilogy of religions <laughs> like it's kind of just packed into one it was then yeah. you got like free donuts yeah i mean that's the best part free donuts i and coffee i've been to a unitarian church a couple times and i think it's the only church that i've i have felt any sort of value in mm. going not enough that i've ever gone regularly but it was one where i was like okay this is not just like you're not just like rehashing. Is it kind of like you get the community aspect of church without all yeah, the bullshit? Yeah. And I also, I was raised Catholic, so <clears throat> not doing like the rituals and everything was, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is like actually condensed value instead of just sitting up and standing down a lot. My mom the other day mentioned, we, I don't know why we were talking about it, but she remind, she thought it was funny that me and my sister used to call it fun church. <laughs> oh, we're going to fun church? That's real. Um, speaking of rituals, we're at the end of the our first episode that we're discussing today, so it's time for our uh, uh, mid-show ritual of trying a new soda. And uh, Daisy, you brought in the soda that we're drinking today. Do you want to introduce this to our Whoa. to all our uh, juggalos, juggalettes, and jugathems? Jug- juggalos. Uh, okay. I picked up at the gas station. This is Genuine Fago Delicious Firework Flavor. Um, it's a flavor that I think has existed for a little while, but... I had not seen it in Indiana until fairly recently. I've never seen it before, and I would note that on the bottle, it's got like one of those bomb pops, like mm-hmm. the red, white, and blue missile, which let's just think about that a second as like a big summer time treat, just mm-hmm. an American yeah. flag missile. But uh, I think that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Mm. Uh, you guys ready to uh, to crack this open? Let's do it. There's a copyright of 2021 on this bottle. I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to know really if that's indicative of when this particular flavor was created or not. But uh, or when that bottle was produced. Let's go ahead and uh, when Fago last decided to do their legal obligation. Nice. That's a good. Oh one. damn it! That wasn't the good hiss. Um, let's uh let's review the the bottle while while Daisy's uh pouring i think we're immediately getting an aroma here you want to you want to give that a sniff it's definitely um it's fago bottle this definitely looks like it's on the bottom shelf of whatever fridge it's in at the gas station (laughs) it actually smells exactly what i expected that smells really good actually yeah um i'm actually smells like those popsicles Smells like popsicle juice i'm really worried that the fireworks uh fago is gonna be my favorite soda we've tried so far um The bottle, though, is uh, fairly fairly simple compared to some of the others we've covered, which isn't a bad thing. It's kind of got like an icy brand vibe to it. It's yeah. got like, like a te- white and blue texture behind it. Mm. All right. Anyone, anyone want to propose a toast? Uh, to Stephanie. To Stephanie. 
she's she's killing it. Let's see where God takes her. It's not bad. I like that. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty good. That's a winner. I'm gonna say like of all the sodas we had so far, like this one might be our winner. The aft I don't love the aftertaste as much as the initial taste, but I'm still I'm still pro Fago fireworks. I think it helps that it's a very unique flavor. You're not yeah. gonna get another soda that approaches this flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting uh combination because it's it's literally like three flavors in one. You got the red, the white, and the blue. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think it's all three of them. I could yeah. be wrong in the pop. I think it's cherry, blueberry, and lemonade. Mm. Uh, yes, I think I think that's right. Let's look it up. Uh, actually, I think cherry and lemonade for red and white. I feel like blue was something else though. <clears throat> blue raspberry, strawberry, and watermelon. Oh, really? interesting. Oh wait, no. That's, I was gonna say I don't taste watermelon in this at all. Yeah, no. That's the Not bomb like pop the candy. candy clash. Okay, oh. original bomb pop. Three flavors, one stick. Come on, what are the flavors? They're hiding it. Lime. Oh, cherry, lime, and blue raspberry. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I could see lime. Yeah, those. Uh, I could honestly. That would actually improve this soda a little bit. Is if they bumped up the lime. I think yeah. uh, a little more acidity would uh would be good for this i think i feel like it's very cherry heavy yeah and then the the lime and the blue raspberry kind of kind of sit behind the cherry well they kind of blend together i definitely yeah. hmm. the detroit free press says that this flavor came out in uh 2021 oh so this is a fairly new soda yeah i will say figo also has a cotton candy flavor which i enjoy but it's also disgusting <laughs> this is much more palatable. This and, is more accessible. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, cotton candy in itself is very, very aggressive. Like, if you're yeah. eating cotton candy, you know, like, you want your mouth to feel sticky and, like, <laughs> overly sweet. And you can't, you have to be careful when you breathe or you're going to, like, choke a little bit. All right, what are we rating the soda? You know, I'm going to go f- for a four out of five. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay. Sorry, I did the letterbox rating (laughs) scale for a second. Four stars out of five. Yeah, we got to be consistent with our with our other reviews. Eight out of ten. I I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Wow. Uh, I think this is this is a great soda, and it doesn't have like I feel like a lot of the specialty sodas really don't taste like a drink that you would just sit down and drink. Mm -hmm. This is a drink that I would. I would sit down and drink. Yeah. Also, probably a lot more affordable than those like craft sodas. Very true. Um, like a buck. I'm gonna go. So I like it. I don't like it quite as much as as y'all do. I'm gonna go with a seven point five. Oh wow. Okay. Fair. I um, yeah. see. What's I'm in a place now where I don't drink soda anymore. So the only time I ever get soda is when we do these reviews. <laughs> so they're all specialty sodas to me. Oh. It's like I I'm excited. It's like Ooh, every soda is a special soda. Yeah. All right, that was fun. Okay, so uh, the Fago Fireworks um, is a winner. Did I say that right? Yeah. Is, genu- is genuine part of? Genuine Fago. Delicious. Oh, yeah, genuine delicious. 
Winnipego. It's a hit. It's not delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Delicious. Like delight. Like Megan the Stallion. Groove is in the heart. Hell yeah. <laughs> should we cut that? I'm sorry. No, no. we should leave that in. Um, that's so, not that's not cut, getting cut. <laughs> this is definitely a hard recommend. I'm also would like to note that this is naturally caffeine free. Naturally. So I won't be up. Is there any other way? Time. Is there any other way to make it caffeine free? <laughs> <laughs> how do you artificially make a soda caffeine free? <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder. I wonder how they make caffeine free Coca Cola. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be natural. Uh. Oh, naturally caffeine free. Yeah. Should we jump into episode four? I think so. I also want to start, I don't remember any of the previous episode names, but I was specific when I saw this on the streaming service, the name of this episode was so dumbfounded at how bad of an episode name it is. So this is episode four, She's a Bad Milf Jama, J-A-M-A, which I think they're supposed to say She's a Bad Mama Jama, but the problem is Mama already fits the theme and vibe of the show that they didn't need to put the word to awkwardly slam milf yeah. in there right like you don't need the portmanteau you've already got mama in the word they could have all just capitalized mama yeah which who is that in reference to do you think in this episode maybe we'll find out as we rever- review our notes I think the show's producers are just doing stuff. I'm guessing they had that on a list before the show was even filmed of like, all right, we're going to name an episode this. Yeah. I think more than any other show, the names mean absolutely nothing. The people who made this show just didn't give a fuck about it. Can we agree on that? Yeah. 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 Um, Doesn't mean that it's not an entertaining show. Uh, it's entertaining, but I think I think Hunter, you were talking earlier about how like it's entertaining for the wrong reasons, kind of. Yeah, I have been absolutely enjoying this show, and it's partially it is the ju- dumb drama, but I like ha- how uh, Daisy put it, where just everything enjoy about this show is despite the producers. Like, yeah, they just keep making things worse. Like this show is entertaining and not in the way they wanted this to be entertaining. I think they wanted it to be a lot more awkward and a lot more like gross entertaining and like just no one was really on board. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get more into that because it has specific ramifications in this episode of people just not wanting to be a part of the producer's dumb shit. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I just looked up MILF Manor producer, and the first thing that came up was a quote. In a recent interview, MILF Manor producer Daniela Newman addressed the criticism, even revealing that she thought, thought MILF had a very different meaning than the one many Americans know. Oh, so she is she not from America? And maybe I, that's why I, she didn't? I don't think that's the case. I think she's just stupid. Oh, she <laughs> just didn't know. She's just dumb, or she's just saying stuff to, yeah. uh, to a camera. Um, we open it. We open up with uh, Stephanie and Ryan seem to be hitting it off at this point in the episode, at least. Um, Gabriel says he's uh, not intimidated by Ryan at all, um, and he is not. Um, I did look it up though, and I want to. They definitely just picked this out before the show started. Every single episode title mm-hmm. is um, a phrase or song name or something with "mama" in it. And then they replaced Mama with Milf. <laughs> so we've got, so far the episodes have been Milf said knock you out was episode one, where no one fights. Um, episode two was your Milf should know, which isn't even a good one. <laughs> episode three was your Milf don't dance. 
that one was kind of relevant to the episode, I guess, because they yeah. did have the dancing competition. Yeah, yeah. But like, why didn't they just leave Mama in there? It makes right. so much more right. sense. Milf Manor. Mama said, "Knock you out." That's kind of cute and fun, and they're you know going with a mm. theme. Maybe they did. It was gonna be Mama, and then someone was like, "Oh, we can't use all those song names." That would be really funny. I, that seems like the kind of dumb money producer thing that would happen to this show. It's like, we're not going to spend 50 cents to license the name of that. <laughs> um, yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't Gabriel try to interfere with Stephanie and Ryan at some point? Like, he pulls her away and starts dancing with her. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't write it oh, down, yeah. but I feel they, like I vaguely remember that. They're having an, a weird conversation because Ryan does confront her and is like, hey... I need to know, like, me or him, you know? You keep saying he's just a friend, but he definitely doesn't think you guys are just friends. Mm-hmm. They're having, like, kind of a talk like that, and then he's like, you, come dance with me now, and then she just leaves and goes dance with him. Yeah. And Ryan's sitting there, like... And it's very much... He's just getting angrier and weirder as this happening, and Gabe is still just being Gabe. Yeah. Like, it's definitely self-sabotaging that he is letting himself get this worked up. Yeah, and I think at, at some point he says something like, you know... Gabriel is being like very like disrespectful, which I completely agree with. But that strategy is working. Like coming up and taking Stephanie away from Ryan while they're like talking is disrespectful and it's shitty and it's working. Yeah. yeah it's clear that I think she also is probably there to have a good time. Yeah. Part one. And he's clearly already acting like they're in a real relationship mm-hmm. at this point when it's like they've made maybe I mean, who knows? They could have been around each other for a whole week now. We don't we have no sense of time yeah. anymore. But he is being weird and possessive over someone he's not even officially dating. Yeah. And is being recorded on TV. Like, mm-hmm. I know a lot of these producers go in and poke people and push and irritate and chase shake up things to make scenes happen. But, like, he is definitely just starting to get out of pocket. Yeah. Um, I also have noted here that um, Gabe is, uh, we have MGK at home. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's what, yeah, that's a good way to describe his fashion uh, sense, sensibilities. Um, He's like, he's, he is too rich and mainstream to be pop punk even. Like, he's too pop for pop punk kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. It feels like he's trying to be kind of alternative, but he doesn't. He ha- he hasn't actually been exposed to that world in any type of authentic way. This is what Joey has over Gabriel, which is accepting and identifying as just being a rich white dude from the suburbs. Yeah, G- just, Gabriel's yeah. trying not to be that, yeah. or, or trying to present himself like he's not that. Um, so there's a little bit of inconsequential bullshit that happens at the beginning that I'm kind of skipping over because as I'm looking at my notes, I'm like, eh, that's kind of boring. We don't need to talk about that. But the so the challenge for this episode happens pretty early on. Um, and uh, this it's barely a challenge. Uh, it's basically just speed dating, right? So this goes into my theory of what's going on here. I'll talk about it after, but I think this is the producers getting desperate and we'll see what they do after this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also want to say there's a really weird throwaway compliment that's edited right before they get, they're like, I have the text and they have to Mm -hmm. read it, which is one of the ladies says to the other, just you look great in hats. 
<laughs> it's not a compliment yeah. of the hat or anything in general. It's just like, you look great in hats. She does wear hats a lot. Yeah. So. And she looks great now. It's yeah. fine. It's just like very clearly like other scenes happening, cuts to this lady saying that, and then I got a text. Like <laughs> yeah. the editing is very The editing is very so weird. weird. The editing is kind of choppy. Yeah. They also, they call them in the text, they say daters, which is just, <laughs> maybe they couldn't come up with anything better, but I just think it's a funny, uh, is that a pronoun or a at? It's Adjective. some. It's some type of word. <laughs> I I wish they would have. They either would have just embraced and treated it like a more normal dating show and let the awkwardness come out of that, mm-hmm. or they had pushed it even further. And by pushing it further, I mean you just let like someone like Tim Heidecker produce it, <laughs> and the texts would just be like, "All right, mama and boys." <laughs> oh my god! If Tim Heidecker produced it, that'd be so lit. Um, season two. Season two. He's coming here soon. I saw him. Him in uh, ten. Tim and Eric live. It was wild. Yeah. I saw him at Clues Hall and you could tell like all the I think old... that's where he's gonna be in a couple months. I think he might be doing his music this tour. Or is it him oh. doing? Because he does a lot of country like folk music. I mean he's still I might skip funny. That um I would look into it. But it's really funny when I saw them because you could tell a lot of the older people there, like I think some of them work and I think some of them volunteer to get free tickets to stuff. And you could tell like all the older people wearing like the tenants at like the nice mm-hmm. like college like uh, concert orchestral hall were just like disgusted and upset <laughs> that they had to be there for like two hours while uh, I they did like an on screen um, anal um, what's, what's it called when the doctor has to stick his finger in your bum prostate check oh, prostate. they did a live camera prostate check on stage like and all the old people were just like <laughs> turning around at points and like just kind of like glancing at the crowd and it was that was almost as funny as the show itself was just watching like the, <laughs> the re- attendance yeah <laughs> okay so this challenge you know the only aspect of it that's really a challenge, the only way they're trying to make it a competition is they have to rate the chemistry that they have with each person. And then, uh, well, we don't find out what happens to the person with the lowest chemistry yet, but we will. Uh, there is a consequence. It's kind of implied. Yeah. yeah. They also, I, this is basically speed dating, which some of the contestants say. They, they Again, they always phrase all these challenges so badly that you have to wait till one of the contestants just sums up what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, there's a lot of people here you haven't interacted with. Everyone here in the next hour has to spend five minutes interacting with the people they've never interacted before. But if you've interacted with them before, continue vibing. It's like this super overly wordy like directions. And then they're like, yeah. oh, we're speed dating. And you're like, right. oh, okay, they're speed dating. Yeah. yeah. And once again, it's super unclear. Does every person go on a date with everyone else? Or... Are they picking and choosing who goes on dates together? It's it's so unclear. And I, I think it's intentionally unclear, but it, it pisses me off. Yeah, I have a lot of notes um, for some of these interactions because they are fun. But it's very clear that all the moms are positioned in different spots around the manor. Mm-hmm. Um, outs- I think they're all outside on like different parts of the patio or whatever. And it's the boys that are rotating around to talk to them. Um I don't know why they didn't just present that as speed dating and mm-hmm. flip them out. Um, but that that's what's really happening. And we start with uh, Charlene and Gabriel. Oh, hell yeah. This is the worst interaction I have ever oh, seen yeah. between two humans. Um, uh, where? Okay, yeah. Charlene very bluntly asked Gabriel if he's good in bed. 
and then follows up with uh, several sexual questions. I didn't write all of them down. I think I know one of them was she was like, "What turns you on? Are you a boob guy? Are you more of an ass man? What do you like?" Um, just very. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know if the word aggre- is aggressive the right word. Like very forward. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. She's very forward, and it clearly makes Gabriel uncomfortable because his body is a temple. Isn't yeah. that isn't that what he says? Oh, he says, he's so weird. He's he's like I like to wait until I'm have like a spiritual thing with someone because my body is like a a temple, um, <laughs> and. I appreciate that Charlene, she knows what show she's on. Yeah. And she, and knows, she knows what she wants. What she wants. Like, they're just yeah. talking. And um, it, I almost was weirded out how by how weirded out Gabriel was by yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's just he's just a dick. How would y'all react if Charlene... So, because I feel like if Charlene asked me these questions, if it wasn't in the context of the show, I would just like straight be straightforward and answer them as bluntly as she's asking them but with cameras on i'd be like i don't really want people to see me even answer this stuff but i then again you know what show you're signing up for i guess yeah yeah and it's like they're they are forward and they're raunchy but they're not that weird of questions like yeah i really don't think they're that weird that's the kind of conversations that like i've had with other dudes at like a bar yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so do you like, what do you like, ass or tits? You know what I mean? Like, that's no, not I, even like a weird, and I think... It wouldn't make me uncomfortable outside of the context of cameras being in my face. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I would probably be a little like, haha, like fun with, playful with it. Yeah. But like, none of those questions I would, would I ever just be like, I don't know. I only like, I like women for their minds. Well, <laughs> like weird ass shit Gabe's pulling. Yeah. There are so many answers that are so much less pretentious. That's the thing. Yeah. It, it, Absolutely. I, my notes specifically just say Sh- Charlene hates Gabriel. And then like literally less than 30 seconds later, it is typed Gabriel hates Charlene. <laughs> yeah. Like it's clear that like those two, there's a reason that they haven't talked before or since. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I, we got a good uh, Charlene quote, though. Uh, she says that in high school, she was known as the queen of blue balls. Yeah, she mentions that she's an... Which up- is awesome. I love yeah. that she says she's an above-the-waist kind of gal. Yeah. I think Charlene is great. I think that nobody... She's really growing on me. N- nobody... I think just nobody gets her. Maybe... There's a couple scenes I've seen her interacting with uh, one of the guys kind of in the background. And I wonder if they, she was one of the ones I was wondering if there's kind of a thing going on that they're just not really, it's not interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's not Mm -hmm. been edited in, but um, yeah, I think she is like Kelly, but not over the top. Like she's not screaming about it, but she's Mm -hmm. there. She knows why she's there. I think she is one of the people who's like, I want a younger boy. What they probably have the biggest disparity in terms of like, the mom being pretty interesting and the son being not interesting at all. Like yeah. Charlene and Harrison. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Harrison, the only uh, play he's really gotten this entire series is when he took his shirt off, all the ladies said, woo. Yeah. And then he immediately just threw that in the trash. Any game, any favorite gained him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the only positive thing he did was take his shirt off it's the only notable thing he does otherwise he sits quietly next to his mom while she's being interviewed right like i i almost feel like charlene wants a younger guy but she wants a younger guy from like 30 years ago she doesn't mm. want a modern day younger guy because i think she says several times like she wants like a guy who's like 
you know, she doesn't want it to be an equal thing. She wants a guy who's going to like take the lead, take the lead. Yeah. yeah. And like make her feel beautiful and all this stuff, which I think it's just kind of an antiquated mindset, but I don't think it's like not valid, you know? No, it's definitely not. And also I think it's important to note that her and Harrison, as we talked about in previous, our previous episode, like they're like, I think the only ones who aren't from like a big coastal city, like they're from, they're from like a small town in like Mm. North Carolina, wasn't it? Like somewhere in that area, whereas everyone else is from like Florida or California. I thought it was Tennessee, but whatever, similar type of thing. But they, you know, like they're small town enough that we found a local radio station was one of the first results for her when we looked her up talking about how, how local mom made it onto this tv show kind of moment yeah and you can tell that they have just those kind of values and vibes and they're Mm -hmm. clearly not working with all these weird like california people i think everyone else Mm -hmm. is like california hollywood yeah she's actually from new jersey really really? but it's like a small town in new jersey right i mean small town new jersey is similar to small town everywhere else and i think yeah Um, i mean they're hamilton new jersey interesting but i mean that's still not like being from Hollywood, California. Yeah, or like New York City or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying they have definitely a more like. <laughs> okay, blueberry capital of the world. Yeah, that that <laughs> that's cool. That that really fits for Charlene, honestly. Yeah, but they they have that like smaller town vibe to them that yeah. like no one else here clearly does. Um, and I think it's just clearly not vibing. I think mm-hmm. they just don't fit in. Yeah, I think they don't fit in. And I also think Charlene, they're still there. And I think, and Charlene's gone on dates and stuff. I think she might be having a little more play that they're not showing us because the producers deemed it uninteresting. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Which sucks because I would have, I think it would have been interesting. Yeah. Charlene's great. She rocks. Um, Jimmy comments that he likes uh, Stephanie's toe rings. So he's really, uh, he's dialed into the feet thing still. Big foot episode we got here. Yeah. Yeah. I I have in big notes twice in a row here. Jimmy is still a foot guy. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I have right after that, uh, so young is back. <laughs> like after their depressing, you fucked my best friend, mom, couple episodes, like he's back on his foot game. She's back trying to get with the boys. Yeah. Like, yeah, she and Jose agree to go on a date, right? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they, 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 yeah. Just, they agree. She, she really likes Jose. Uh, she's like ecstatic. When uh, Jose says he'd like to go on a date with her, to the point where I'm a little nervous she's going to get her heart broken. Mm. Um, I mean, because it, it, as much as anyone could get their heart broken on this stupid show, you know what I yeah. mean? Jose is a player. He is. Real, for real, though. But one thing I think is interesting, though, is there was a scene earlier where he was talking, I think, to Ryan. I believe it was Ryan. Um, but specifically, he was like, I, you know, I really like So Young. Like, I'm interested in her like and he says like oh i've i've had my eye on you and i i believe that um but i also believe that he's playing the field i think he's a player and i think we've talked about it a couple times he's he's got all the ladies attention and so yeah. for a while he's just been kind of going in the wind where with whoever like grabs his attention mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't think he specifically was just like kelly is the lady for me day one i think she was just went for it and mm-hmm. so he went with it yeah I think that's more his vibe is like, I think dating, especially in this group, is easy enough for him that he's not putting in the effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very naturally charming. Um, 
Uh, we got another foot guy. Uh, Ricky tells Shannon that he loves her feet. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I specifically just have Ricky's a foot guy too in my notes. And uh, he also, I can't remember what the context of this was, but he says, I'm like an onion. You got to peel back the layers. Uh, the what, Shrek line? The Shrek line. Yeah, Once I, he said that, I knew he was going home. Yeah, I, had, I have just like ogres have layers in my notes for that. Um, <laughs> He's on a date with Kelly, and I think they are the, the two polar opposites of this show. Yeah. She's so outgoing, so horny, and he... Could not care less. Yeah, yeah. He specifically says, you know, if you say, you know, you got to ask me questions, I'll respond. But you know, I'm not the kind of guy to say hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's my one of my favorite lines it I've was ever so heard funny. on a dating show. Is you know, I'm not the kind of guy to say hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's he's a shy guy. You know. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I think we'll, we'll get into it after this. But it's have, fine. It's just a not. A, it's fine. It's just not a good fit for a reality yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Once again, the producers. I like Ricky. But I, think, I agree with you. I think I'm I'm indifferent about Ricky because I I haven't seen enough of Ricky to have an opinion about him. But I think almost everything he said on the show was funny. He's yeah. funny whenever he's around. I think the speed date should have been episode two. Like, yeah. okay, you got to awkwardly touch each other. Yeah. Now we're gonna make everyone talk to each other so everyone's interacted with each other. Yeah. At least a little bit. And now we'll do like the awkward like secret. And yeah, it could have come a little earlier. I th- um, I think they're too. They really wanted to push the mama boy thing mm-hmm. so hard that like they didn't set any of these people up to like actually, actually get, get to, to know, know each, each other. other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also why in the first couple episodes everyone just picks like you can tell everyone just kind of picking whoever they thinks the hottest every yeah. time. Paula and gets snatched up right away, and yeah. You you get so many weird interactions because they're just be like, I think you're attractive. Oh, we have nothing in common. Right. But like they should have just forced everyone to talk beforehand. Um, Another great Charlene moment. Uh, she's she's just, uh, you know, pressing everyone on this stuff. So when she's with Ryan, she asked Ryan if she like if he likes a big booty. Um, she says, I can tell you're an ass man because Men who are ass men are ass driven and ass focused, which I don't quite understand what that means, but I yeah. thought it was fun. And, yeah. then, and then this part I did not think was fun. She goes, I'll ask you some more questions later. Yeah, when he's like, Oh, I didn't even catch that. That was like yeah. my least favorite Charlene moment. She, she was real, she was trying really hard with him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like she had an evolving strategy across these uh dates, and they just none of them went well. Yeah. Um, I also have my next note. Uh, my favorite, my favorite mix-up was Joey and Paula. Well, uh, I didn't write that one down. What, what happened oh, there? So my note, first of all, just says Joey is so cool. He's uh, <laughs> he's doing his awkward, like weird, like high pitch, like oh, you know, like kind of mm-hmm. talk. But then he keeps like saying like very aggressive things. But I specifically noted that he keeps licking his lips like while looking at her. Like you see him just do the like. Like left to right, <laughs> like lip lip. I didn't wow. catch that. He's never done it before, and he keeps saying stuff like, "I, th- I just, you know, I think you're really beautiful." Lick, like real wet. One. He mentioned that he likes her skin. Yeah, he he's he's definitely being really forward, and I think she's into it. And he also is just keep like he keeps that lip wet. This whole <laughs> conversation, like Joey is funny. Like he's growing on. I'll me. I'll give him that. Yeah. He he's definitely now in. We'll get to our power rankings, but he uh, he, he definitely has <laughs> a climbed. spot. Yeah. yeah, I had him in there before just because he was such a freak. I think, but <laughs> um, speaking of freaks, uh, 
April and Billy have a very uncomfortable conversation, um, mainly just because Billy is a very awkward person. Mm-hmm. Um, but April asks him if he likes to eat ass. She she basically because uh, Jimmy that was like his secret was that he ate ass and got pink eye. So she was like, "Are you into that Jimmy shit?" I think she she specifically asked, "Have you ever pulled a Jimmy before?" Yeah, that's right. That's right. Are you into that Jimmy shit? Is really um, and then the next person that she's speed dating with is Joey, and she asked Joey the same thing. Yeah, this woman wants to get her ass ate so bad. She specifically says when Joey's like, "No, I wouldn't do that," or however he puts it. He's. A, I he, think Joey says, "I'll do anything but that." Yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll do what you're into, whatever you like, but I won't do that. He had his meatloaf moment, and uh, <laughs> she specifically says, like, she specifically says, why Why is no one around here want to eat ass? She needs to, oh, wait, no, she's not, she's not Jimmy's uh, mom. Why doesn't she just pursue Jimmy? Obviously, he's into it. That's true. I don't know. See, we'll get into it, but we've barely seen her before. Yeah, that's true. Or Ricky before. They're the two that I feel like they... I have a feeling um, they may have cut some of their content because it was later deemed unuseful. Um, Oh, and then one more thing about this. She... uh, We don't necessarily see it on film, but according to Joey in a confession cam moment, um, he says that she asked everyone if they like to eat ass. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She asked all the guys this. I don't know. It's speed dating yeah. on a reality TV show. I honestly am surprised that everyone said no. I mean, there's so many foot grow guys. Grow up. Well, yes. <laughs> but there's also, all. it's not even just that they said no, it's that they all seem weirded out by it. Like, yeah. when half mm-hmm. the dudes there, like, romancing their love for the women's toes, just for a lady to be like, see, eat butt, it's not that weird in no. comparison. No, not that weird. Joey, oh yeah, uh, I did write down a note about the Joey Pola interaction. He says uh, he wants to see her between the sheets, but he says it in like the most creepy way possible. He's like, "I want to see you between the sheets, <laughs> if you know what I mean." But she seems into it. He I talks was so weird. No, she's not, because she, uh, in her confession cam, she described her speed date with Joey as a disaster. Did she? Because yeah. well, she seemed like she was into it while they're talking. So I think she's just good at putting up a front. <laughs> yeah, because she she was like laughing and going along with it, and I think she was just being nice. Yeah, till the child probably. left. Yeah, that's a good description of him. I think the child. The, I mean, he really yeah. is. He's twenty years. He literally old. is. Yeah, he literally wouldn't be allowed to drink or rent a car in this country. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, before we get to, uh, the results, are there any interactions I missed? Those are all my notes about the interactions. Those, um, those are hit all the big ones. So then, yeah. Yeah. So the results, not surprisingly, Pola and Jose, uh, have the, well, I I shouldn't say Pola was not surprised. I don't, there's a few women that could have ranked highest on chemistry, but Jose was obviously going to be the the man that ranked the highest on chemistry. I think he won them that Oh, so it was yeah. like a couple win. Polo is just yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't both win. He didn't win the men, and she won. Polo's the po- women. Polo's a very very beautiful woman, but she's not she's not as charismatic as some of the other yeah. women. I would go so far as to say that she almost always is like ancillary in any scene she's been in where she's mm-hmm. there but the scene is mostly focused on other people yeah ever since episode yeah she was more prominent in episode one when she had that beef with kelly but ever since then yeah she's been yeah yeah um 
and everyone keeps calling her reserved and worried about her son and stuff. So I wonder if she's really just not engaging. Yeah, not vibing. Um, but they win, and we have a losing couple that's getting sent home. That's right, Ricky and April. Was this a surprise to anyone? No. I mean, we. I think we commented that like yeah. we barely know who Ricky was. Well, um, as soon as they started saying somebody was going home, we basically said it's going to be Ricky yeah. and April. I think you even commented, Daisy, that that like Ricky was laughing because he knew it was going to be him. Yeah, I mean, as soon as they they say like, oh, and the losing cup, uh, losing pair, well, that has the worst chemistry. The way he's laughing really. Yeah, makes me think that he knows. I think yeah, I think he knows. Oh ho, that's me. Not only does he know, but he also doesn't care. You yeah. also see another scene before they announce it to the group that Kelly. They're like sitting away from the phone that's got the message, and Kelly like mm-hmm. pats him on the shoulder, like it was good knowing you, <laughs> like consolingly. Like I think everyone knew. I I wonder if they just wanted to go home, and this was how's the how they. Oh, it's it's very possible. It they is, they didn't seem like they were having a particularly good time. No. It's really funny because she he he um just grabs a ton of food and snacks off the table, and it's like <laughs> I'm going to my room. I ain't having a pity party because I think everyone's like trying to like apologize and be like, oh that sucks, and he's just like whatever. He grabs a bunch of food and leaves. I love that he just grabbed a bunch of. I'm definitely the type of guy who will like take the airplane snacks home so i can eat them later like i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't like to waste stuff so um, so um, little little tea i have um that was a spoiler i had oh can i make one more this. comment oh, about yeah, this yeah. real quick uh i just wrote down i hope april finds a guy that'll eat her ass yeah yeah that's yeah. That's, that's what i wish for her okay go ahead. i hope yeah. that she got her ass eaten right before she left and they just didn't show it yeah, yeah. um so I knew beforehand, um, and I don't think the plan was originally when they made the show to send anyone home. And I think they specifically added this stipulation to this um, test because I think April and Ricky were not interested at all in the age gap dating, like clearly. Mm-hmm. And I think they're like, all right, we're going to get a free vacation out mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. And they're just hanging out in the hot tub and swimming and drinking and mm-hmm. like occasionally. Yeah. Cause like, they, to some people. of the other people said that, that like they hardly ever saw them. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think that the producers are like, they're not actually on this show. So they got to go. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that it was ever planned to send anyone home. I think they specifically were like, we have some non-participation going yeah, on. I mm. kind of think you're right. Although, I don't know. I don't think it hurt to have them around, but whatever. I mean, you got to see from, I think it with a shoestring of a budget as this show has, if you're not getting, I'm from their eyes, if we're not getting footage out of you, you need to go. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so, I mean, it seems obvious that they would have, scored the lowest but if if it was intentional to send them home do you think it's there's any possibility that the voting system was rigged to like send them home then i don't even think you would have had to rig the system because it's just so obvious that that they would be the ones that everyone would pick like you had said like people mentioned not seeing them they're like never in group scenes yeah i said harrison when we talked about harrison earlier i said him and ricky was the other yeah where i just said i forgot they existed Mm -hmm. yeah until they were on the screen again in this episode like i think they specifically put ricky and a couple of his speed dates in this a because they're awkward but b to remind you who he was before they kicked him off mm-hmm. um april like she talked to people she was around she was like always talking with the other moms and stuff but like 
Not as much the other guys, though. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think she had enough personality to save the group like some of the other moms or dad or sons do. Where it's like yeah. you can tell, like Charlene is like got enough going on that they're going to keep her on the show, mm-hmm. even if Harrison's like dead weight most of the time. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Uh, at this point, Paula is really encouraging Jose to pursue Shannon. Oh, so he's with Shannon now. Didn't he say he was going to go on a date with Sue Young? They did told I, each did other. Did I get them mixed up? Or uh, Jose does go on a date with Sue Young. But isn't it Shannon that he's pursuing later? Who's Shannon? <laughs> Shannon is uh, the mom that used to be a fly girl, right? Yes, I think so. Um, oh, Ryan's yeah. mom, right? Yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's mom. mom. Yeah, no, they do go on a date because I think Jose talks to... Doesn't Jose talk to Ryan about it and, like, gets his approval, basically? Um, I don't know. I it's There's a lot of people. It's confusing. But, I, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like uh, Paula is fine with Jose dating other women. Dating... Not that they're he's dating her. But he's fine with Jose dating the women on this show, just not Kelly specifically. Yeah, and... I, I, I do remember that because I specifically remember Kyle or sorry, Ryan. I'm just making names up now. I specifically Ryan remember Ryan being like, I think he's got a good chance with my mom. You know, he's sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, right. He's smart. And, you know, the accent doesn't hurt or something like that's that. That's right. Yeah. Um, they all love the accent. Um, Gabriel and Stephanie share a hammock together. Um, it's more of the it's. I see your point. She she does seem to be attracted to the immaturity because he's really fucking mm-hmm. annoying in this scene. He, he's rubbing, and she seems really into it. She he's rubbing it in uh, Ryan's face, like yeah. they're swinging yeah. in the swing, and she's like, "Oh, you can come sit with us too." And then Gabe's like, "It's okay. We're just friends. We're just yeah. friends. We're just friends." Like swinging together, like yeah. Oh, and this is when uh, one of you pointed out he Gabriel was wearing a spiked ankle bracelet. <laughs> yeah. Again, just weird, bad fashion choices. Yeah. Um, Ryan tells Stephanie that she needs to draw a line and cut Gabriel off, so he makes a bet with her um, that if... I don't understand why he wants her to get up by 5, but he basically says if you get up by 5 a.m. He wants to watch the sunrise with her. Oh. That's it? Oh, okay. That's fair. But uh, he he says if you can't get up by five, she has to go an entire day without talking to Gabriel, which she she's really not into this. She says mm-hmm. it's manipulative, um, which good for her being able to spot that because I you know I'm not always able to spot that when I'm put in positions like that. Um, so I, I yeah. see what he's doing, but he's just going about it in all the wrong ways, yes. and it's also like. Sometimes I wonder if people are making these choices because they know they're on a fucking TV show and they mm-hmm. can stir things up or if he really is just like kind of a manipulative ass. But I think this is what I was talking about at the end of last episode. You can tell he's like he is really shook by Gabe and like mm-hmm. it is pushing mm-hmm. him to make bad decisions. And this is that moment where he makes he oversteps his bounds as yeah. a guy who barely knows this woman telling her what to do. Yeah, yeah, I think this is kind of the turning point for Ryan. For sure. Yeah, it's uh, not good behavior. And um, 
also i i i kind of feel bad for him like he's on this stupid ass tv show yeah with like no budget and like the worst production ever and it seems like he actually kind of caught feels for someone yeah and she's instead he caught feels for her and she's hanging out with the most annoying guy in the entire uh group yeah and i mean he's acting like an ass and that doesn't excuse that but there it is kind of hard to watch that happen to the guy when we went from like you guys being like he's my favorite of all everyone on this show so far to like he yeah, might he be to more annoying than Kelly. Side. He's yeah. not. He's not going to make my power rankings. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Not this week. Um, do we need to talk about this Billy and Kelly hot tub situation, or I have is, y'all have anything to say about it? I have one note about it, but I'll set it up. So <clears throat> they decide to go into whose room was it? Was it Jose and Pola? Yeah, Jose and Pola. Because in the first episode, they had the challenge where two of the mother-son duos win a suite with a hot tub. Um, and a sauna, too, apparently. Yeah, and a sauna. Um, they won one of them. Well, it's noted that doesn't the one in their suite not work? I think it's the one in Jose and Paula's suite yeah, that doesn't yeah. work, but they go to that one anyway. I think their idea is because they know everyone knows that one doesn't work, no one's paying attention to what's going in there so they can sneak off and do their thing. I think that's what he's thinking. I think he's thinking, oh, we can get it working. They're trying to avoid Billy's mom. They're trying to avoid Billy's mom. And I think they're having, they're very clearly having fun having this be like a sneaking around kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Kelly's very into the sneaking around. Yeah. I definitely didn't expect that they were going to be the horny pair. Uh, But they, they, they are in this episode. Um, I also note, I just wanted to note that like this show has such a high budget that one of the reward hot tubs doesn't work. Yeah. Like they literally can't <laughs> even get like the manner that's in the name of the show to be in working order <laughs> yeah. before the show starts. And th- and then they, so we never knew about any of these things until it becomes like a problem. Yeah. I So I thought that was funny. But then when they're sitting in a cold hot tub, at night, they decide that that's not fun. Yeah. So they sneak back to um, his and mom's room to use the sauna. Yep. And that's when his mom catches them. Yeah, Stephanie goes in uh, to basically just shoo Kelly away. Um, which sets up this uh, sleeping situation that I found very strange. <laughs> Fucking weird. S- Stephanie and Gabriel sleep in the same bed. And Kelly and Billy sleep in the same bed in the same room. So, so I, they're they're right next to each other. So I think the rooms are set up to where each mother and son are in a room together, and mm-hmm. they have their own bed. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be the setup. That's how they've yeah. all been sleeping mm-hmm. this whole time, um, specifically to make things awkward when people want to bone, but like not awkward enough to force them to sleep in the same bed together. Yep. However, these two, whoever's room it is, decides to be nice enough to share. Yeah. And it just gets weird. Like, I believe this is Stephanie and... It's Stephanie and Billy's room. Billy's room. And they're sleeping with Gabriel and... Kelly. Kelly. And they decide to do it in the same room. And it's really awkward because Gabe keeps making comments to the other couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said something like, Kelly, you should grab it. it. Yeah. And Kelly's like, what makes you think I didn't already? Yeah. In front of Billy's mom. (laughs) Yeah. Super freaking weird. And then we get a really weird interaction, I think, where... Stephanie tells Joey about 
sorry, Gabriel. Stephanie tells Gabriel about the bet or whatever that that Ryan said, if you don't wake up, then you can't see Gabriel for a whole day. Gabriel is basically like, turn your alarm off. Like, he's kind of being a dick. Yeah. And and I, I think Stephanie says, like, excuse me or something. But then yeah. she just does it anyway. But doesn't she get up, though? No. She doesn't? Mm. Okay. Because Ryan comes by at 5.04. <laughs> so uh, I misunderstood <laughs> check on her. Stood what was happening in that scene. But this show's edited so weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I will note that it's not just Gabe. Um, Kelly and um, Billy really? are both just like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. Don't do that, Mom. Yeah. Why are you letting this guy push you around? Which, I mean, they have a point. It is... Yeah. Like just a stranger setting rules for you of when you yeah. can see the man who you're currently trying to bang. Yeah, I think I I don't think Gabe was wrong to say, hey, that's stupid. But he's a dick about it. Yeah, yeah he's I he's think too he is. yeah, he is a dick about it. Yeah. It's the way he went about saying that it's stupid. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. Um also we find out that Kelly snores really loud in this uh <laughs> snores so loud that gabriel goes back to his own room and billy and stephanie sleep in bed together he said he felt like a child hiding from the monsters again. <laughs> billy slept in in the bed with his mom i believe so yeah oh i thought billy got up and left too no he climbs into bed with his mom and you see he's like yeah what? i felt like i was a little kid like that's weird it's i would not share a bed with my mom <laughs> yeah that i i did it when i was five yeah. But I would not do it above the age of five. Yeah. That, that's family hotel vacation yeah. like vibes, but not like we're adults. And, yeah. And also it cuts like Kelly like completely splayed across the entire bed and just like loud drunk <laughs> snoring. Yeah. Um, Although I don't get why he thought moving like 10 feet away into his mom's bed would be quieter. Right. That's what confused me. It's just like you chose this. At least just sleep. Like, curling up with mommy is not going to make it better. Yeah. So Ryan checks on Stephanie, confirms that she's not up at 504. Um, so it sounds like we were kind of, they kind of hint that on the next episode, Ryan and um, uh, with Gabriel are going to go at it a little bit. Um, and then the only other note I have is Shannon. So Shannon's the one who's really, well, I guess they're all into Jose, but I think Shannon's the one that I was thinking of who's into Jose to the point where, like, she might get her heart broken if, he's not into her. Um, she approaches Billy to ask for advice on Jose. Um, and Billy's kind of like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, I have another note here, um, that I don't even remember when it was came up, but it was in between the hot tub being broken and Ryan is so much more upset than he let on, which we mm-hmm. obviously know, but, uh, it just says so much feet talk on this show. Yeah. So, Literally. So there was, there was more foot talk and, I don't know if they're having a lot of dirty talks and the producers are just like people who think this is weird and editing it in, which that wouldn't surprise be. me. Yeah. But it keeps catching me off guard. <laughs> um, we also get a preview here of the next episode. Um, mm-hmm. We There's a ring at the doorbell and it appears that they're bringing in a new mama and boy to the show. You don't really see mm-hmm. their faces or anything, but they ring a doorbell and there's all these cuts of people being like, 
who is it? Oh my god! Yeah. And then you just see like this these two blonde people from behind with like suitcases. <laughs> I'm guessing we're gonna have some new characters to talk about, which we don't need more people. No, but we're it's hard them. enough to keep track of the people we already Literally. got. <laughs> yeah. And then they talked about sex ed, where the mamas have to show their boys how to do it because oh they're more experienced with fruit. And then it shows Ugh. like a bunch of cut in half papayas and bananas. So. So that's what we're in for next week, folks. Um. Should we do? Do y'all have, have any other notes, or should we do our power rankings? I think that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first again. I think I'm ready. Okay. Go for um, it. Um, I'm gonna put my boy Joey at number one. Actually, uh, really annoying. Did not like him episode one and two. Actually, was kind of chill and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a little play. And he's def- he's entertaining without being annoying now. Compared to the a lot of the other guys, he's not annoying. He's just funny every time he's on camera. And I can appreciate that. Um, no drama from him yet either. He's just there being weird. Um, I feel kind of bad for him too. As we've said, he's 20 and he's seemingly now the youngest. And he's seemingly mm-hmm. now seeing the oldest woman on the show, 59. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure... That's just a weird vibe, but yeah. Joey deserves a highlight. I think he 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 he's redeemed himself. Um, and then my next two are probably uh, Jimmy and So Young. I'm gonna give mm-hmm. them two and three. Uh, they definitely had like real personal development through this show, which I never mm-hmm. would have guessed happened to anyone. Like it's very clear that they're both very hurt and scared by what happened in the fir- second episode with the reveal that she banged his best mm-hmm. friend. Um, and then they have a cute like dance scene, like almost out of a movie where they forget their problems, laugh together and become <laughs> friends again. And like legitimately are all come back out of their shells and are immediately mm-hmm. just talking about one to put feet in their mouths and like trying to bang people like, yeah, such a good character development. Mm-hmm. And it it's natural and it's real, I think. And like for that, they deserve they deserve a little like notice for that. I hope we get more. I hope we get more. Yeah. I hope he gets to suck someone's acrylic off. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Uh, number three is the hot tub that didn't work <laughs> for ruining uh, Kelly. I guess it didn't ruin because they just went somewhere else. But uh, for fucking with Kelly and Billy, I thought that was pretty funny. So shout out to the hot tub. Uh, number two, I'm going to give it to Stephanie but just because she's like, um, I mean, she's like the Jose of the women. Like mm-hmm. all, all the guys want to be with Stephanie and, uh, you know, uh, God is really looking out for her on this show. I think <laughs> really is. Yeah, for sure. Um, she's waiting for God to give her the signal of what to do. And I think she does. He just did. Yeah. They just did whatever God tends to be. Yep. But, <clears throat> and then number one, got to give it to Charlene. You know, like we said earlier, she mm-hmm. knows what she wants. She's not beating around the bush. She's going for it. Um, I hope she finds what she's looking for. I don't think she's going to find it on this show, but just in general, I hope she finds yeah. what she's looking for. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Charlene's my number one this week. Someone's going to watch this show and write her a fan letter and, yeah. and they'll fall in love. I hope so. And I hope that someone writes to April and says that they'll eat her I'll ass. I'll lick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with number three. Jose for just being an absolute unproblematic player. Like, yeah. He has gone on so many dates and caused 
somehow no drama at all. He's actually smooth and not yes. in the way that guys like try and be smooth yes. or like our quote unquote look up YouTube videos mm-hmm. on how to be smooth. Like he's legitimately just like he knows he's attractive. Yeah. He has conversations with people. And when he's bored, he just kind of moves, yeah. floats away. He like, also manages to be interesting without starting any drama. Yes. Which I feel like is hard to do. Yeah. Um, well, I think. I've his, I've seen what he does, and it's, it was very explicit in the previous episode where when drama happens, he specifically removes himself from the situation and then comes back and is the adult one to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, Kelly, where Kelly wouldn't stop screaming about people talking in Spanish. He literally just leaves and goes to bed. Yeah. And like all the moms, and no one removes himself from the situation. They all just are screaming at each other. And then he's just like, I must put an end to this. <laughs> and then he walks down. And then it's like, okay, here's the situation. Kelly listens to him, and yeah. then she apologizes the next morning. Like, Yeah, Jose rocks. Yeah. Who's your other two? Okay, number two, I'm going to say Billy for being an absolute, like, horn dog, <laughs> And for, for seeing a need, which is someone being horny with Kelly, and <laughs> filling that need. Yes. I think... Uh, Finally, it's an interesting matchup uh, that that seems to be at least on some level uh, mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm gonna actually have to go with. I'm gonna combine them, uh, Ricky and uh, April. I I think they're iconic for coming on the show and just not giving a single fuck about yeah dating, yeah. being unbothered enough to get kicked off. Yeah, um, and not, not care at all. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely amazing. I think you can tell in the scene when he's like grabbing free snacks and leaving, and like I don't want a pity party. I don't think he's upset that he's not on the show anymore. He's upset that, like I said earlier, the free vacation's over. Yeah, yeah. like he can't chill in the hot tub that doesn't work anymore. Like they do an interview with them in front of the house, not in like the nice places where they usually set and stage the interviews mm-hmm. and stuff. They're standing in front of the house, like you can tell, probably out the door, and you can tell both of them do not care. Yeah. They are not upset. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, let's get out of here. This shit's weird. It also, kind of vibe. I think it probably, even if you don't give a shit, it probably hurts a little bit to hear like you guys have the worst chemistry out mm-hmm. of anyone on this house. I, I I can't imagine being completely unbothered by that. And so I think that's kind of why he's like, I'm not throwing a pity party and just like storms off. That's uh, a- but all things considered, no one else would have responded that well mm-hmm. to getting kicked off. Literally some of the other moms were crying, watching them leave and not really care because what if that was me? Like, I think so yeah. young and one of the other moms like are literally like tearing up being mm-hmm. like, I can't believe that this was an option. And it's like it it wasn't you guys are interesting. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, the, if Do the cameras follow you around and not them? That's why they're going home. Like. Right. All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like we got some spicy drama coming next time, though, with episodes five and six of Milf Manor. Uh, if you're following along, um, you can get at us at confession.cam, right, on Instagram. And what's our Tumblr? <laughs> uh, I haven't actually posted on the Tumblr yet. I should do that. Okay. <laughs> why it's been so long that I got logged out. Okay. We'll, we'll plug the Tumblr next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, what, yeah, go ahead. 
social media is in a nightmare state and it's hard for me to care about any of them i'm Same. not gonna lie yeah i like talk to people on discord or, yeah like I, once i deleted facebook it was over as far as like <clears throat> actually using social media for its intended mm-hmm. purpose i've deleted facebook and twitter and i've not missed either i downloaded mastodon hated it immediately when mm-hmm. it made me feel like or sorry made me follow like neil degrasse tyson and a bunch of people <laughs> like that and then i just uninstalled that too Which, i mean i don't hate those people but i don't need to hear what him or the guy from star trek or like, star talk <laughs> star trek yeah oh the uh that star trek guy that's always on science things yeah yeah i don't ha- i don't give a shit yeah like social media i think I've, it's re- i definitely am done with it's, on, it's run its course on a sp- interesting i didn't think we'd ever get there but maybe social media might be on the way out yeah i mean i think uh i think a different type of social media is becoming more popular like discord type stuff let's bring back web forums yeah <laughs> that's what Resurrect i want to see bring back myspace yeah nah, I, don't bring back myspace i loved myspace I don't want my MySpace coming back, though, specifically. <laughs> well, the good news is there was, like, a huge data loss. Thank God. Well, uh, oh, you, you, you know why that happened, right? Why? Justin Timberlake bought the website and deleted everyone's uh, personal pages. Really? And tried to make it a website just for bands and music. That's interesting. He specifically was like, I deleted your MySpace. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know about this because I... I don't know if you've heard the same thing, but what I've heard is that there's a ton of music that when when this happened, there's a ton of music that like oh yeah wasn't really this. backed up or anything. It's, just, it's like, just gone. Yeah, it's gone. There's, yeah, there's like the first generation of inter- well, one of the first generations of internet music when people were specifically like per- mainly being promoted online and through those yeah. functions, just gone. Yeah, I'm actually really proud of this. Before LMFAO was like popular. They were like going around on MySpace, and so I was listening to LMFAO before they were cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! Were they in your top friends? I I don't I don't know if I was friends with them, but I at least found the album off MySpace. Nice. I think my top friends were all like the weird kids at my high school. Tom was my top friend. I was, I, I was I, one of those. I was rearranging like all all my best friends. I was just rearranging them based on like, oh, I hung out with this person. I had really like a lot of fun. yeah. Same. I would I would like arrange them in order of like who would feel the least weird about me making them my top friend? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks uh, for listening. MySpace. Love you all. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.